Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, all righty then. Boy, hey, this is a very special edition of the WCHL podcast because we're actually live and in person. We're sitting here in Andrew's office at the magnificent Blazers Ice Center. Andrew, say hello to all the masses. Hello, hello, everybody. Can you believe it? We're actually, this is the first time we've seen each other since what, uh, like March? I was going to say, been, it's been a long time since we've seen each other in person. Yeah, I don't know if it's been long enough, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Well, here we are. Episode, I don't know what this is, 508, I think it is, of the uh, WCHL podcast. And uh, we just decided to do this live and in person. Live and in person. I think it's the second one we've done in person, I think the first time when we got our little podcaster here, yeah, and then today, how about that? Well, we did a couple of them live down there at that uh, in in Frisco, didn't we? At yep. Nationals, yep, and some the, cheapo ones using our iPhone. Yep. So before yep. we went big time with yeah, all the yeah. equipment, we're, we're uh, first class now. There you go, regional superstars, regional podcast superstars, Chris and Andrew. We are, we are. Well, hey, we're back. This is the WCHL podcast. I'm the commissioner, Chris Perry. That is the general manager and of the University of Oklahoma hockey team and the the senior ice technician here at the Blazers Ice Center, Andrew Majorkirth, my very best friend in all the world. Andrew, we only have a couple of, there's only one team in the entire Western Collegiate Hockey League that's playing games this weekend or that's playing games this semester. Yeah, I was going to say it all. Oh my gosh. So uh, let's jump into that really quick. Uh, it's Missouri State. Missouri State, congratulations. You win the weekend because you're the only team that's playing. Everybody else is off studying or, <laughs> or something like that. Or something. But, uh, boy, Missouri State, uh, they might win the weekend because they have, uh, they're the only team playing. But, man, they took it on the chin, didn't they, over the weekend? They, they definitely took one on the chin Friday night, that is for sure. They played. Missouri State went up to Wentzville. Are they playing in Wentzville anymore? They played Lindenwood. Where does Lindenwood play out of now? Uh, is it St. Charles? The Centene Center is in St. Ch- it's I, not. I think it's St. Charles. It, is it St. Charles? Yeah, yeah. It's I a beautiful facility. Right, it's, it's a fantastic facility. I just can't remember what the little town it's in. Yeah, it used to be. They used to play in that little dumpy rink yes, in that, Wentzville. Yep, right there, kind of in front of that shopping center and all that. Yep, right in front of the bar that all the all the parents used to go to between <laughs> yeah. periods. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, and the best, that bar was right next to like a dog salon or something. Yeah. Like that, pet salon. <laughs> yeah. I think we had some drunk parents by the third, by the end of the game, who would wander over to the pet salon <laughs> looking for some goodies. <laughs> all right, yeah. well, hey, Missouri State should have wandered to the pet salon on mm-hmm. Friday night because, man, they got walloped by Lindenwood 13-3. to yeah. It was not pretty. It was ugly. What do what do they say uh, on the on the cheerleaders? U G L Y. You ain't yeah. got no alibi. <laughs> yeah. You ugly. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, uh, they're down four to one after one period, but then Lindenwood just came undone and unloaded six goals on uh, poor Missouri State in the second period, yeah. and it was just. Bada bing, bada boom. There was a, like a five-minute period where they just scored just at, at, at will. will. Yeah, at will. Yeah. So uh, the Fighting yeah. Zombos jump out to a uh, – they, they 
they continue their domination. They beat the ever-loving snot out of uh, Maryville, 7-1 and 6-0 the week before, and then they continued it on with a 13-3 just shellacking of the poor Ice Bears. You know, it's kind of scary because we always say, you know, you want to catch the fighting Zombos early yep. before they get that full head of steam rolling with them and... Oof. Yeah. I, if, this, if this is slow going, I don't want to see what the end of the season looks no like kidding. here. Maybe this was a little too late. Yeah. Not early enough. Yeah. Sheesh. The only uh, saving grace, I thought, was that um, the Missouri State folks, they broadcast the game, and they had an excellent uh, cameraman, Ryan Armstrong, the Missouri State GM. And then they had our listener number 14 on the podcast, Stan Melton. He was the color fella. Was he? Yep. And he, I thought Stan did a great job. I, I thought they all did a great job. Yeah. Uh, but Stan especially because uh, even though they're getting schlacked 13-3, to 3, he was always looking for the silver lining, the positivity. And yeah. uh, that's kept why he is good. That's why he's the man for yeah. the Ice Bears. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, they did, they did their part. They only took, what, four penalties, we said? Yeah. In the game. So that's kind of key to beating Lindenwood is to keep their power play off the ice. And uh, they gave themselves the opportunity there. Lindenwood just went one for four Friday night, but couldn't get anything else to go their way. That's for sure. Got goals from Lewis Chase. I think that's how you say his name. Chase or Chase. Uh, Jack Brackbill and Garrett Wachicki. All three newcomers to Missouri State. So the uh, usual suspects that you would think of. Uh, the Lomans, the Coolies, uh, yeah, the Salnikovs yeah. of the world, they got shut down. But um, So Lindenwood was focused on the uh, on the old guys, but they didn't focus on the freshmen. And so that's how um, uh, some of the newer fellas ended up getting on the scoreboard. And then over on the Lindenwood side of things, boy, they had a defenseman get a hat. I yep. thought that was kind of a rarity. Um, Caleb, what's the kid's name here? Where's defense? Oh, Brendan Murphy. Um, ended up with a hat trick from the D line. I thought, ooh, he must have a frigging cannon. Yeah. Everything, so, stars were aligned for him that night. Stars, they? Yes, they were. Uh, All right. Well, so I guess uh, we ought to do what Missouri State did and put that one in the rearview mirror, huh? Yep. Moving, moving on to Saturday, right? Saturday afternoon. Uh, Missouri State shows up and they played, they, they still lost the game, but um, they played a lot better. Four to nothing was the final score. It's two to nothing going into the third period. And uh, goalie Bailey Stevens, he saw a ton of rubber, uh, and he saw 52 shots, only let in four, and uh, so not, not, not too shabby, not too I bad. thought. Yep. I thought, not too bad. That defenseman didn't get any goals, so that's good. Yeah, kept him off the board, so <laughs> that, that's a plus, right? Unfortunately, Lindenwood kept Missouri State off the board, too, so they figured out, hey, not only do we need to keep these uh, seniors and older upperclassmen off the uh, off the score sheet. I've got to keep we, the young guys. we got to find those young guys that scored yesterday and goose egg them, and yeah. they did. Yeah, because, I mean, really think, I don't know much about the young guys, but, you know, Selnikoff, Bell, some of those guys that we mentioned, you know, you're going to have to get production out of them if you're going to beat a team like Lindenwood. Yep. And yep. with those guys throwing goose eggs up, that's not uh, a recipe for a success. No bueno, no bueno. The uh, the other thing that I thought was uh, that Missouri State, even though they played well, they you know, if you just looking at the penalties, they got to uh, they really only took one penalty um, throughout the game, which was pretty good. But then they got two game misconducts uh, apparently for mouthing off, and um, then they got a bench minor uh, on a, on a coach. It says here. So, you know, it seemed like there was only one penalty that was actually called on the ice during the run of play. So that was good that they got yeah. all of that under control. That'll give you a chance to win at Lindenwood. Oh, it totally will. You know, then that's the reason why it's uh, four to nothing as opposed to thirteen to three. So, yep. 
Yeah. All right. Any uh, anything else you want to add on the wonderful uh, WCHO weekend at Lindenwood? Nope. I think uh, all of the fine folks at Missouri State would probably appreciate if we just moved along here. You know, the fine folks at Missouri State. Now that you bring it up, they think we ought to just turn this into the Missouri State podcast. Huh? They're the only ones playing. Money, money talks. Money talks. <laughs> Listen, you, you can be bought. Huh? Yeah, money, money talks. Yeah. Uh, don't just, don't give me any ideas, just, Andrew. Just give us a ring. <laughs> give us a ring. <laughs> we, we can talk. Oh, geez, that's at one eight hundred podcast. Ask for Andrew when you yeah. when they answer. Yep. Jeez. If we need to send our agents up there, we can. You know. All right, Andrew. Hey, let's play a little. Uh, well, you know, before we get into next week or this upcoming week. Um, let's talk about the state of the WCHL, um, because we had an announcement from UNLV over the weekend yep. or through, I guess it was earlier this week on Monday, they officially announced that they're not going to play. Yeah. So, so that's three, officially that's three teams that are out of the 10 that are not playing. And, and my guess is we're probably going to see some more dominoes fall here pretty soon. I would think. Uh Oh, breaking news. No, no breaking news. Just. Just, just a hunch. You're the general manager of the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club, the Fighting Sooners. We are still sitting idle. <laughs> if I had any news, I'd give it to you. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd try. Yeah, we are sitting idle. All right. I, I can't run down to the coach's office here and get Austin Miller on, on the horn. and. Uh... No, nothing. All right. Nothing. Well, UNLV, um, Coach Greener texted me over the weekend and said that uh, the university approved them to play. However... They have to test three times a week. Ooh. Yes. And the university was going to be kind enough to pay for only one of those three tests oh, per was, week. That was button their shirt. Their heart's falling out, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, so that put the UNLV folks in a really hard place because yeah. they're, in addition to coming up with money for meals, travel, lodging, now you got to come up with money for all that. That's, money for that's a, a lot. Two weeks or two two rounds of testing yeah. per week yeah that's that's a lot yeah that's a lot so uh the greener made the call and um tough but it's probably good because yeah. it gives the kids some uh some finality yeah yeah just be done with it right focus on the fall focus on the fall you know that's kind of where i am let's with our school you know let's yeah. give us a definitive you know don't give us homework and and pray us long here like say yes or no so we can like you said, move on with the fall and start planning and get our ducks in a row. It'll be uh, it'll be really interesting to see how many how many of those ducks, um, you know, how many more of these dominoes fall. I guess. Yeah. Because I'm expecting OU to officially announce that they'll be done for the season. I think it's kind of unofficially. That's kind of where things are headed. Yeah. I know that you and Coach Miller have gone to the administration and pled your case. Yeah, we have, we and, have, and and they've given us some homework and. And they've had some stuff that they're going to work on on their end, but I just don't see, you know, I've talked to several people and I just don't see anybody that's a higher up at the university, our university, UCO, any of them that's going to sign off on a protocol. Yeah. I mean, would you sign off on something? Sending 30 kids off in a bus going somewhere? That's, just, that's just it. I think everyone's worried about liability. Uh, and, the liability is just, yeah. too, just too great, you know? Yeah. All it takes is one small incident and kid gets sick and something happens unfortunate and then whoever signed off on it they're on the hook they're on the hook and then you know what do you do yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't put myself in that situation but uh, obviously the easiest thing to do is to say no yep. and to uh just let it let it go so yep. that's where things are um so I'm, I'm expecting oklahoma to announce here pretty soon that they're probably not going to play i'm expecting that um uco is probably going to have something similar yep. 
I mean, I know that they're trying. They're fighting like heck to find people to play, but they have rigid requirements. We've yep. talked about in the past. Um, Colorado officially is out until February 1st, but very unofficially I'm told that right. they'll be done. Done for the good, for the semester. CSU is already, Colorado State has already announced that they're done. Utah, if it's any, um, I talked with the general manager for Utah, A.J. Bolden. Great guy, great guy, great guy. Um, he's home in Minnesota with his, at his mom and dad's house. Really? He's, he's, uh, wall, uh, taking down wallpaper and repainting oh. bathrooms and stuff. He's been up there for a month. Oh, taking yeah. wallpaper down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So imagine that's uh, it's either very slow going or that's a lot of wallpaper. Oh, but, uh, Hey, if it's any indication, uh, as to where the state of Utah hockey is for this upcoming season, he's, he's in Minnesota he's dealing with wallpaper. wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so Vegas is done. Uh, ASU is done. Uh, Arizona and Grand Canyon are the other two that are out there and they're both focusing on trying to get started. Um, yeah. in fact, Grand Canyon just got onto the ice this week. Really? Yeah. Which is great news for them. Yeah. Um, they're going to baby step it and they're going to try to play games um against one another in yeah. late february early march and then go from there and then go from there and if it turns out that one of those two teams can make it to nationals then so be it more power to them more power to them so that's where things stand with the state of the wchl we are officially down three one is actually playing the other six are in limbo but yeah you got three down several in life support and yeah yeah Interesting times. What a heck of a year for you to take over as general manager. Huh? Well, you know, that's what Coach Miller and I were talking about the other day. You're undefeated. We're undefeated. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> you know, we came in and we were talking about kind of where we were at with the school and what was going on. And, you know, I just looked at him finally and I was like, what a season for us to take over, by the way. <laughs> I said, you know, I said, just a recipe for disaster. I said, uh. I said, a role I've never been in, a role you've never been in, and <laughs> and we get to deal with this and, and navigate our way through this. And I was like, what That's a great. what a mess. Oh boy. What a what a mess is right. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, let's uh you know what? Let's I'm gonna here, I'm going to hit a button. See see this right here? Since you're here live and in person, Look at you. I'll let you do all the buttons here. Look so at you. here's my horn blast. There's the right back where we started from. There's the the, the slashing. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Then we go with Caddyshack horn. Uh, let's do that hockey. That's Chance the Rapper from SNL. And then uh, we do the Monty Python in uh, long intermission thing so yeah one two three or one two three don't hit this one don't hit that one. Oh boy it's intermission time for us so i'll oh. let you hit two two I, buttons you know just hit one i get to hit one time. button do i one <laughs> at a time here we go I do remember that day. I mean, you know, I, I got a kick out of, uh, I was watching something on TV and they had that, they had that, that song playing and it had nothing to do with hockey. And I thought, what in the world is this 
how can they you abuse know. this song by putting it in this like yeah, disco movie what's going on yeah yeah all right andrew let's play a little fact or fiction all right let's look at let's look at next week's games all right let's, let's see. play a little fact or fiction let's we have we have four games in the acha and uh the b conference is going to be at the uh uh is going to be involved in uh, two of those four games but let's start with missouri state at iowa state Missouri State at Iowa State. The Fighting Fairmans are going to host Jeremy Law and his gang of ice bears. Fact or fiction, Andrew? Um, Iowa State wins both games this weekend. Uh, I'm going fiction. Fiction, really? I'm going fiction. I yeah. think I think Missouri State will pull one of them out. All right. Well, I hope you're right. I talked to Coach Law last night. He seems to think he's uh, he, he's he's in your corner. Yeah. Um, I'm in their corner. I hope they sweep the whole damn weekend. Yep. But, um, so, okay, so fiction, Andrew says Missouri State's going to take one of the two. I think they'll take one of the two. The wild thing is, uh, with regard to, to, uh, well, two things, three things. Okay, here we go. Three (laughs) things. And this is, number one, the broadcast is going to be done by Steve Casson. Okay. um, Missouri State's broadcaster. He's going to lug all of his equipment up there. He's going to set it up. But they're broadcasting it on Iowa State's platform. So it's a pay-per-view. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting, which means I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> um, so there's number one. Number two, uh, I got a text yesterday from uh, a team bailed on Iowa State for the first weekend in February. And Coach Fairman and I were friends. And, um, you know, he was leaning on me to help him find a team, to, yeah. a replacement. Yeah. And I found a replacement. But in his text, um, he says... The fighting fairmans are willing and, and ready to go. And I just thought, oh, no, he listens to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he called himself the fighting fairmans. The fighting fairmans, there oh, we go. Oh, that's, that's me. Oh, no. I have the fighting zombos, yeah. the yep. fighting fairmans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that was number two. Number three, like I said, we found him a replacement. McKendry University. Jamestown was the team that pulled out for budgetary reasons. Yeah. McKendry is going to be able to go there to fill in that gap. Very nice. I got a nice little text from Coach Fairman. Um, who said, hey, uh, I've, uh, I'm such a friend of the program. You know, I've earned, uh, I have a credit now on whatever Iowa State merchandise I'd like to get. Oh, there you go. And so he said, you know, suggested I send my size along. And I was like, yeah. well, do you have tent? Do you have t- Omar the tent maker over there making <laughs> Iowa State uh, uh, Cyclones stuff? But uh, that was very kind, and he, he didn't need to do that. And, uh but uh, anyway, it's kind of kind of wild. So you're gonna have a Iowa State jersey hanging in your office. Can you believe it? That'll be kind of crazy. There. Yeah, never thought I'd see the day. I'll have to get it signed by Coach Murdoch. Yeah, I never thought Slam I'd see the alive. day. Slam the live, six live. They'll be hanging from the rafters. They're hanging from the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to just get up and do some calisthenics yeah. every time I look at the <laughs> yeah jumping jacks. <laughs> oh, sexy downstairs. Me, what's going on up there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who've never been to the annual meeting at Naples, that was Coach Murdoch's thing. Is he'd get everybody up. And do some calisthenics in the middle of an annual meeting. <laughs> what a what a great he's a character. He's a character. All right. So Andrew takes fiction. He says Missouri State will get one of the two games with Iowa State. I think so. I'm gonna say they get both. I hope so. Because I'm the commissioner. I have to. Well you have to, but I hope they can pull out both. But yeah. that'd be nice. Yeah, if nice. you pull out both, that's a great place to give a couple of toots on the horn on the bus on the way out of town. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, now we got to be careful about that because now they listen to the podcast. I know. Now they listen. We don't want to offend them. Yep. 
<laughs> oh. Hey, the sad thing is Iowa State, for, and we talked about this, I think, a week or two ago, they can play, and yep. they've got a hard-working team. In years past, they couldn't score. Right. Now they're scoring. Now they're scoring, so it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, we watched them last year a couple times. Well, and that was the consensus. Was it's kind of scary for Missouri State coming off a thirteen to three, four yeah. nothing weekend. Yeah, where's your where's your psyche? Mm-hmm. Walking into something like that, and you know, we watched them last year, and that's kind of the consensus we came up with was, you know, these guys work hard. If they can find the back of the net, you better watch out. Yeah. And who knows? All right, here we go, Andrew. Fact or fiction, out of the B Conference, Waldorf, 0-7-1 in the fall semester, is going to go to McKendry. McKendry is right now 0-2. McKendry has played two games against Maryville. They've lost both games by one goal each. McKendry is the defending MCH champion out of my B Conference. Waldorf at McKendry. Fact or fiction, Andrew? Waldorf wins a game this weekend. I'm going to say fiction again. Ooh, fiction again. You're, so you're going to say a McKendry sweep. I, the McKendry sweep. Wow. That's a long way to go to get swept. It is. Yeah, that's all right. Um, you're, probably, you're probably right, but um, as the commissioner of that conference, I have to be neutral. Yep, you got to be neutral. You can't make a choice here. I hope both teams win. Yep. I hope if, if we can get four wins out of two games, that'd be awesome. There you go. Um, all right. So here we go, Andrew. Fact or fiction? Midland out of the B Conference. Midland out of the MCH. Jason Cerrone and his gang of, uh, I can't call them criminals. Yeah, no, um, yeah. Although I do off, off, the, his, off the air. His, his gang of hooligans. His gang of hooligans. Thank you. There you go. His gang of hooligans. And uh, they're heading up. They're the Warriors. Yep. They're going to uh, Why Not Minot to why play not? Wade Regier and the Beavers in Minot State in January. In January you, why in Minot. Why would anybody go to Minot in January? I mean, I don't know why you'd go to Minot anytime, but... At least it, go in the wintertime when, when it's... Th- I mean, in the summer when it's When it's thawed. thawed. When there's two foot of snow instead of <laughs> seven feet of snow, right? <laughs> All right. So here we go. Fact or fiction. Midland at Minot... Here we go. Fact or fiction? Minot State sweeps the weekend. Minot State sweeps the weekend. I am going to go fact. Really? And I defend and I, yourself. Well, it's a tough place to play. Minot's good. Yeah, they're men up there. So Midland's got a bunch of hooligans. They do have a bunch of hooligans, and I like Coach Cerrone. He's got a hardworking team, but you know, Minot, tough place to go play. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. As the commissioner of the B Conference, I hope Midland goes up there and, and sweeps and wins. Minot State. Yeah. Minot State's coming off a two-game losing streak to Jamestown this past weekend. Um, so the opportunity is there, but Minot State's very good. Minot State's good. Especially at home. Yeah, two, two teams that, are, that have good coaches, like both of those guys really well. All right, now there are some other games that we don't really care about. Um, Purdue Northwest, they play ACHA Men's Division Two. Yeah, who's that? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> who? Yeah. Uh, Purdue who? Yeah. Huh? Um, they're, they're, they're going to Adrian. They're going to get walloped. Uh, and then uh, a team out of the Northern Ontario League is going to go down to Indiana Tech. The Sioux Eagles are going to go. Um, I guess they're going to get out of the uh, out of the Upper Peninsula to come down to Fort Wayne. Oh, scenic! It must be like going to Florida for those boys. Oh, totally. You know, oh. they must think they're going to Mexico, going all the way to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Could you imagine living in the Upper Peninsula? No. Oh. No. All right, but here's the here's the fourth game that we really care about: Liberty. Um, out of my B conference, Maryville was supposed to go to Liberty this weekend, but then Maryville's administration said, eh, well, "Hold off. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's let's only play folks in our conference or close by." Yeah. 
So Liberty scrambled and found an opponent. They're going to play the NCAA, the, the newest NCAA Division One team around Long Island University, the Sharks of Long Island. The Long Island Sharks, huh? The Long Island Sharks are coming to the LaHaye Center in Lynchburg, Virginia to play a pair of games against the Flames of Liberty and God and whoever <laughs> else is on Liberty's team. And I would say your boy Jerry Falwell, but that kind of played well, out. Maybe the ghost of Jerry Falwell. <laughs> yeah, the ghost of Jerry Falwell. Um, yeah, we don't want to, <laughs> and we don't want to know about Jerry Jr. No, we, no. He can keep stuff zipped up, and <laughs> we can just not talk about that. Because yeah. I, I like the I like the Liberty guys. I, oh, Kurt, totally. Kirk Candy is just an absolute class act. Oh, I was going to say class act, but uh, yeah. So I, you know, it's. It's fun to make fun of the university, but yes, it's, it is. Um, it, it, it's a double-edged sword because the pro, hockey program. they've got a great hockey program. And great guys. Yeah. And we know that they're not representative, or the scoundrels that are in the news with unzipped flies are not representative of the <laughs> it, hockey it, program. That, yeah, it's two totally different things. What are the, it, at Oklahoma years ago when I was growing up, um, you know, the football program was awesome and the university stunk. Yes. And the, the president of the university said, we want a university that the football team can be proud of. Um, at Liberty right now, they need to get their university acting gear s- so that the hockey team can, can be, be proud, proud of it. it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, fact or fiction, Andrew, Liberty hosting NCAA Division One Long Island. Remember, Long Island has won three games this year already. Okay. Fact or fiction, Liberty sweeps the weekend. Ooh, Liberty sweeps the weekend. I was going to say Liberty split the weekend. So you're going to say fiction then? I'm going to say fiction, I guess. Yeah, I hope they get to sweep sweep the weekend. Yeah, I do too. I know uh, back when we took our ACHA D1 program and played some D1 schools, the boys always got up for those games because it was like, here's our proving ground. Yep. To, here's the here's to prove what we are. We gave some people a run for their money. We gave them a run for their money. And uh, Liberty always plays well at home, and you know that place is going to be it's gonna packed. Be, it's going to be packed. It's going to be hopping. There will be no socially distancing at all. Yeah. Remember, God's on their side. It is. I, I, I'm going to tune in just to watch to see if anyone's wearing a mask. Uh, no mask. No mask. No mask. Again. Got a note from the Pope. Yeah, right? says don't need to don't need to wear a mask. Coronavirus doesn't exist here. Yep, um, Corona free. Corona free. I'm hoping that they pack the place, and I I hope Liberty. I hope they, hope they win. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. I sent wow. a nice congratulatory text. I said, what a what a great fill in for uh, you know for Maryville pulling out, and then you pull getting a D one. Get yeah, I mean, I think this is you know that's big for the ACHA in my opinion. It's it's huge because I mean you you hear it. As much as I hear it, you know, we get made fun of because we're a non-varsity programs and all that. And, yep. you know, I, I, I argue with people a lot and say, you know, just because these kids aren't varsity athletes on campus doesn't mean that they're not quality hockey players and that we don't have quality hockey teams within the ACHA and the D1 level. Yep. And uh, now we get a chance like this to prove ourselves again. So I think everybody in the ACHA should be pulling for Liberty Absolutely. this weekend. And Absolutely. Pull for a sweep and hope for the best. I'm, I'm probably going to get smited, um, or somebody will uh, lightning will come down from the from a cloud <laughs> at, on a crisp, clear day to smite me for making fun of Liberty. Um, but you know what? Uh, you're absolutely right, Andrew. All the teams in the ACHA should be rooting like heck yes. for Liberty. Yes, and, uh, I know I am. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's hope that Kirk Andy and his uh, the flames. I can't say the fighting flames because no. now who knows who listens to this thing now. Yep. That Fairman thing really messed me up. <laughs> Holy smokes! He's listener number sixteen now, apparently. So 
Uh, I got to watch my P's and Q's. Well, and I mean, I don't know if, if uh, you know, we say we can't offend anybody, and I don't know when you and I get together if that's really possible, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean just, let's just call a spade a spade here. Well, that's true. That's true. Probably, you know, more, probably more you than me, but, you know. Oh, there's definitely, because he, <laughs> he has my number. He doesn't have yours. <laughs> He's bucking me. He's busting my balls. All right, Andrew. Um, the, the, we're not going to have a computer ranking coming out this week, but we're probably going to have one coming out in the week afterwards, because in the week after, we have some other games getting going. We have, uh, uh, let's see, Eastern Michigan is going to – is at least scheduled to play. Aquinas is scheduled to play. Lawrence Tech is going to go. Cleary and Concordia Ann Arbor. So that's uh, five new teams in addition to the 12 that are already playing. So that gets us up to 17. 17? And I think Ohio was also on the docket for somebody. Are they going to try to get their hat in the ring? Mm-hmm. So that gets us close to 18, 18 teams. Yeah. Um, should be kind of interesting. Once those teams play, that's when I think the um, – the announcement will come down for nationals that we're going to go to St. Louis for nationals. Yeah, where we're going, yeah. Um, I think if those teams out of Michigan and Ohio don't play, then there's a possibility we can go to Minot. Yeah. But uh, I think once those teams show the ability to play. Then we'll and have more clarity playing. on that situation. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but so we don't have rankings just yet. However, Andrew, we do have rankings from the fall semester. Oh. We only had eight teams that played. We had Adrian that played just two games, Liberty that just played two games. We had Indiana Tech that just played two games. Midland played six. Waldorf, I think, played eight. And then we had Minot and Jamestown, and they played a handful of games. I mean, Jamestown, I think, played like 15 or 16 games. It's insane. Yeah, how they pulled that off. How do do you think the rankings went, knowing that Adrian went 2-0, Liberty went 0-2, Waldorf was 07 and 1. Uh, Midland was 2 and 4. Iowa State, I think, was 6 1 and 1, or something or 6 and 2, something like 6 and 1, I think, 7 and 1. How, how, do, you think it, how I, do you think it would turn out? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say those teams that went 0 for probably uh, skewed the standings a little bit here. I would have thought, and this is just me, I would have thought that those two teams that went 0 for Liberty and Midland, I mean, Liberty and Waldorf, would have been at the very bottom of the yeah. eight-team ranking. Yeah. But the computer don't lie. Yeah, not so much. Minot State, with a 4-1-1 one, and one record, is ranked by the computer number one after the fall season. Number two, we have a tie between Iowa State and Indiana Tech. Iowa State went 6-1-1 one, and one during the fall. Indiana Tech went 1-1. One, and one. Indiana Tech split with Iowa State. <laughs> and, they're, and they're what, ranked? And they're tied, tied for second, third? Tied for second, so Indiana Tech will be third. We have a, four, a three-way tie for fourth place, Jamestown, Adrian, and Liberty. Jamestown was, what, three, five, and two, it says, on the weekend? or on the So they played ten games. They won three of them, lost five, and then I guess two went to overtime or shootout. Adrian went 2-0. and oh, Liberty went 0-2. Adrian beat Liberty twice. And they're, and they're all down there. And they're tied at fourth. And then we have Midland, who went 3-2-1 on the season and uh, is in seventh place, and Waldorf 0-7-1. So my B conference takes seventh and eighth place. Bring, out of the, out bringing of the, up the rear. Yeah, bringing up the rear is right. But, hey, you know what? We dominate with 25% of the, uh, you do. Of the rankings. You do. 
So that was a surprise. I was surprised that I would have thought that Adrian would have been at the top, undefeated. I would have thought that, and not Minot. Yeah. Because Minot has lost at least one game and went to overtime in another. I would have thought that uh, Adrian would have been at the top. I would have thought that Liberty would have been at the bottom, along with uh, Waldorf. Yep. And uh, instead, no. Not so much. Not so much. Not so. Did the wizard sign off on this, or? Well, you know, the wizard is uh, I'm not going to say he's in semi-retirement. But he's getting close. His wand, though, has not been his. He's he's put his wand up for uh, for the coronavirus. Oh boy. Yes, I think he's worried about fighting off other things as opposed <laughs> to rankings and yeah, yeah. dumb commissioners asking for uh, asking for help. Yeah. So this this is the official. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Because it hasn't been released. Um, it's the unofficial, the unofficial ranking from the official ranker. There you go. Um, and I've sent it to the wizard. The wizard hasn't responded. He's, I think he's either busy plotting, or he was busy plotting the takedown of the U.S. government. Is he, uh, is he, is he down in his bunker? No. Has, I th- he, has he come out of the bunker yet? I think he had on his, uh, his, uh, his pink um, pussycat hat, and he was... <laughs> Ready to, uh, bef- this was before January 6th. I think he was ready to storm the castle. <laughs> yeah, ready to And go. take out the orange goblin. Yeah. Um, but, you know, since that kind of, since the. Took care of itself. <laughs> since the kind of guy did a self-inflicted wound and yeah. took care of himself, I think our, uh, he, our wizard is now back to just focusing on defending against the coronavirus. Oh, boy. Yeah, so. All right, Andrew, what else? Uh, what else? We've been jibber-jabbering here away for 30-some-odd minutes. Yeah. What else do you got going on here? These poor people sitting here listening to us. I got another fact or fiction for you. All right, fact this, or fiction. This will tell you that I'm feeling really good now. <laughs> good. I'm over my coronavirus. Fact okay. or fiction. Bluebell is the best ice cream in the world. Fact or fiction. Well, I'm going to say fiction because huh. I know it's not. Come on. Come on. You're so full of it. Oh, no, not a chance. Tell me which brand. Well, you can't. You're going to say Brahms. No way. Grocery store ice cream is terrible. It's for the, for the birds. You got to get out and find that independent ice cream. It's good. Independent ice cream, yeah. like like what? Well, like here in the city, we have a place called Roxy's Ice Cream Social, and this stuff is like warm butter when you when you eat it off your spoon. Andrew, I went to the grocery store last night, and I bought five of those gallon tubs of natural vanilla bean. Yeah, I have three left. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. I only bought one, the, uh, and I have one left. I thought about you because my wife bought some of that. What is it? The Christmas cookie ice cream? What that bluebell flavor? Uh huh. It's not very good. No, she's she after she got into it, she's like, this isn't that great. Nope. I was like, well, it's called Christmas cookie. I mean, what do you expect? The holiday variations that Bluebell has not so good. Yeah. Right now, they have something out there: Mardi Gras king cake. Yeah. I went on a, I mean, I went on a search two years ago for this thing, and <laughs> yeah. I finally found it. Yeah, the fr- actually, yeah, I found it last year. The year before, when it was when it was introduced, the one place I found it was in Fort Collins, Colorado. I remember you talking about and that. It was the day I was leaving on an airplane. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to walk on an airplane with a half gallon of ice <laughs> yeah. cream in my and hand. I'm going to sit here and eat it right in front of everybody. <laughs> But the thing that disappointed me the most was, number one, the flavor wasn't very good, and number two, there was no baby in the damn ice cream. Well, what do you do now? Yeah, so I thought, well, well this isn't very good. Yep, yep. yep. So uh, Mardi Gras King Cake, <laughs> thumbs down from yep. uh, from the fat guy for uh, for Bluebell. But but the regular the uh, the regular American flavors, natural vanilla bean, chocolate uh-uh. chip, cookies and cream. Oh, 
No. Yep. Can't can't do it. Winner can't. winner chicken dinner. Can't do it. All right, here we go. Factor these are going to be food oriented. Okay. Ready? Factor fiction. Factor fiction. Frosted crispies, frosted rice crispies are better than regular rice crispies. Regular rice crispies all the way. Golly, you are that's <laughs> Number one, what I stated was a fact, and what you just (laughs) said was fiction. Okay. Okay. Now, true story. I went to the grocery store last night. There were only four boxes of uh, Frosted Krispies left on the shelf. I bought three of the four. (laughs) The fourth was a damaged box. (laughs) I know the bag on the inside was probably very good and sealed, and the food on the inside. No no sense in taking a risk. Yeah, I I saw that damaged cardboard on the outside, and I was like, I'm not going to eat that, but I don't want to look at it. You have your uh, limitations, don't you? I do. I I have standards. Yeah, you have standards. All right, here we go. Fact or fiction. Buffalo Wild Wings on a Thursday, buy one, get one, boneless wings is better Buffalo Wild Wings on a Tuesday, buy one, get one, traditional wings. Fact or fiction. Thursdays, BOGO boneless are better than Tuesdays, BOGO traditional. I'm going to say fiction on the whole thing because Buffalo (laughs) Wild Wings is garbage. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, tell us where your preferred wing place is. I'm not a wing guy, so I don't have have a dog in that fight. But (laughs) you have an opinion on it. You say, oh, this is garbage. Yeah, it is. One time I was there, it was garbage, so... All right, I'm just going to tell you, okay? Thursday BOGOs, boneless. Is that, that's the ticket? Oh, that with a little uh, uh, extra side of cheese curds. Oh. Well, I mean, there's lunch and dinner right there. Oh, God. Oh, cheese Insane. curds. All right, all right. So now we're finding out a little bit about it. We're finding out a lot about me and my food <laughs> yeah. habits. <huh? laughs> if all you right. know what to get us for Christmas now. <laughs> You're really in Iowa State, Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Boneless wings Boneless and a lot, and a lot of ice cream. Guards and ice cream. <laughs> and cereal. <laughs> you know, notice there's not a damn thing healthy that we talked about there. Ah, uh, you know. It's a, healthy is for the birds. <laughs> yeah. Fact or fiction, Andrew. Chicken sa- Southwest salad is much better <laughs> yeah. than a Greek salad. Yeah, just not as fun, is it? No, no, no. That's boring. All right, Andrew. Well, what else do we got to, uh, to jibber-jabber on about? Man, I think we've just about exhausted it all. So UNLV is down, Colorado State is down, Arizona State is down. We've got, uh, we're expecting about six more dominoes to drop. Yeah, got a couple of us on life support here, so yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping that we're going to get an announcement here pretty soon uh, from the ACHA regarding the site for Nationals. It's like I said, if I were a betting man right now, I'd say it's 80-20 going to St. Louis. Yeah. Um, and it's makes prob- more sense. And it's probably going to be an eight or 12 team tournament. Yeah. If we stay where we are right now with, we have, I think we have 12 or 13 teams playing, it'll be an eight-team tournament. If yeah. we get these additional teams by the end of the month, they expand it out. they'll go to 12. Um, we're st- I'll, I'll t- here, here we go. Pet peeve. Pet peeve. It's not right. a fat fi- fact or fiction, but it's a pet peeve. We've got a brand new scoring system for the ACHA. Yeah. I've put in a lot of games into that scoring system, not- and it's not showing up on the ACHA website just yet. <laughs> So the um, this is just me. Personally, I'm not speaking with my ACHA hat on. I'm speaking with my WCHL and my MCH hat. Um, the fine people at Intergrass are not the people I would use for nope. uh, web developers or websites because we made this switch to from the scoring system that they had developed in, in conjunction with USA Hockey. We made the switch to Hockey Tech. Yep. In December, like mid-December. Yep. 
and we were literally told it was plug and play. Everybody has it. If you look on the North American League website, the USHL, the AHL, you look on any of the Canadian Junior League's websites. It's all there. It's The stats are there, and they're all the same. And yep. it says powered by Hockey Tech, and it's all the same yep. format. It's all there. It's literally plug and play. Yep. I was it's, on the North American League site yesterday. It's like, it's like a Lego. Tech. Yep. You know, it's like a Lego, and the only difference is the color. It's a yep. yellow or is it blue? Is it red or is it white? You just take the Lego and whoop, pop it right in there, and it works. As we sit here on January the 21st, um, our Lego has not been connected. Yeah, we, we keep stepping on our Lego. Yes, <laughs> yes, and it's so very frustrating. Yeah. I would like to hop on a plane and fly to India and find these uh, developers and grab them by the throat and slap around a little bit. Give them a little factor fiction right upside the head. <laughs> yeah, right? So, uh, it's just maddening, though. This, just uh, maddening. This website's been your bane of existence this season. You know, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm disappointed with the website because, I, I, like, I put all the news. If there's a blurb on there about Missouri State or Iowa State or who knows what. Like, yeah, there, was, it, there was something up there just recently about um, Western Colorado yeah. State out of Gunnison. How that there's no season, but the guys are volunteering as youth coaches. Yeah, so I put it up out. on the website. Yeah. I, I like putting that stuff up. The problem is you got to scroll down 20 pages on the dang website to find it. Yeah, it's it should be boop, boop. right up there at the top. Yep. Um, you know, right now if you look at the website, it's we're seeing the same four or five pictures. I try oh, to just rotating out. Oh, I try I try to, but you know, it's. And then, so so that's a task. And then, yeah, the, the scoring thing is just maddening. Yeah, no bueno. You and I, I mean, we're going off, because I have access to the backside of things, I can print off box scores and we can, um, you know, that kid that, oh, look here, we're just looking here at the Saturday game from uh, from uh, Missouri State and Lindenwood. And we see this guy from from Lindenwood, Ferret. Uh, what's his, uh, his first name? Uh, Vigard Ferret, number 26. Well, he scored his fourth goal of the season. Yep. I mean, it's a lickety split. It's uh, yeah, it's like we said last week when we were looking at it. That's the first time I'd really gotten a look at the score sheets. It's awesome. And I took it one look and I was like, "Well, this is way better." Yeah. You know? But where is it? Like, well, like last year, you know, we tried doing a couple times where we tried to amass goals and assists and points for some of the kids and all that, and we didn't have all the information. So, some of our stuff we we threw out there was right, and some of it wasn't. Yep. Looking at this right here, boom! We can talk about it right now. Fair. Yeah. Scored his fourth goal of the season. You know, makes it looks way more official, in my opinion. Sure, and, and they add up the points and the goals. So it says here uh, for Lindenwood, they had four uh, penalty infractions for eight minutes. They had four goals and eight assists for a total of 12 points. Missouri State, four infractions for a total of 24 minutes, zero goals, zero assists, zero points. I mean, it does it, – it just accumulates all of that stuff by itself. And, and it it's all puts right. it together. And it's all right there. I mean, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. Nope. And – why we can't just plug it in onto the ACHA website and, and go? I have no clue, and I've, it's gotten to the point where I'm—I don't even bring it up now when I talk to the ACHA executive director. Spot of well, sore spot to talk about. A very sore spot for him and me. <laughs> yeah. and so yeah. um, he knows where I stand, and I—I—I uh, I, I, I know he's trying his best, but yeah. you know he also can't yeah. do this. So it, yeah, it's very frustrating. I, we went with Indigrass for a while there. And it was very frustrating dealing with them, trying to get stuff out of them. And then they finally gave me a login where I could start doing some stuff. And it's, you know, I've done some website stuff here 
at the rink and, and on the old OU website and stuff like that. And it's, you know, most of it's not hard. Yeah. You know, because most of it's developed, right? So it's, like you said, it's a lot of just going in and changing colors and stuff like that. So it's not hard to do. And that thing I got into was, <laughs> it was not changing colors. That's <laughs> that's for sure. I was it, like, holy moly. It wasn't getting done on a timely basis. So uh-huh. anyways, I, I didn't want this to turn into a bitch session. It's just very, very, very frustrating. It is frustrating. So you would think um, that by the... Third week of us playing games in the spring semester. It, this would be worked out. That you would think that the Lego would have been plugged in, but yeah. um, I, I'm I'm not going to hold my breath until yeah. I'll be I'll be stunned if it happens this semester, which is really Disappointing. sad. Yeah, disappointing. Brian Moran and I we we worked our tail off to punch in all 22 games that were played in the fall. Yeah, there's been probably 22 games played just here in the spring. Yeah, and I mean last night I did a. Uh, McKendry Maryville men's division two game yeah. to put it in just because the other guys don't know how to do it yet. Just to have it, yeah. And so, uh, now, I, is there a, is there a spot on the hockey tech website you can go to that has all these scores? I, I, I I've looked for it and I haven't found it. Kind of like what it. we to the back end for point streak like point streak. Yeah. 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 I haven't found that yet. I haven't found it yet. I'd like to. Yeah. Here's the thought. Yeah, because I would I would use that instead of the ACHA website, but <laughs> that's just go. me. All right, um, anything else? Anything else? Anything else, Andrew? That we need to jibber jabber about? I think we just about got it covered. All righty. Well, hey, uh, we want to thank everybody for paying attention and listening to the WCHL podcast and putting up with me and Andrew. And yep. I want to thank Andrew for hosting us in his my palatial office here, his palatial estate. We can stretch out. We are socially distant. We are socially distanced. There's room for activities in here. I mean, we could we could actually do some calisthenics in here if we were if we wanted to. We could, we could. No, I've got uh, plenty of room in here to do all kinds of stuff. Largest office in the building. We could play like racquetball in here. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to brag, but we are sitting at the conference table within <laughs> my office. We're not sitting at my desk. We're sitting at my conference table. <laughs> within my office so i mean that kind of puts it in perspective for it's, you it's almost like you're a university president i'm kind of i'm kind of a big deal around here you the know Bla- blazers ice center university president andrew major curse it, it you know it's got a nice ring to it i'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal around here you know <laughs> got a nice little trophy wall on one side that i that i built myself you know some nice jerseys on the wall Got a nice movie playing in my office on the TV before I was interrupted today to do the podcast. You know, the whole <laughs> the whole nine yards. It's nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I walked in and you were watching my name as a role. <laughs> you're, you're really you're really just burning the midnight oil, weren't you? <laughs> Show, shows the level of uh, intellect we have around here, right? Oh, gosh. You, the crab man was on, <laughs> was on the TV. Not only you're watching... Terrible TV shows. You're watching terrible TV shows from years ago. Oh, it's great. There's plenty of terrible TV shows around this year. It is great. Oh, geez. All right. Well, hey, we want to thank everybody for uh, paying attention to the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Follow the WCHL on Twitter at WesternCHL. You can check out the uh, terrible website at WesternCHL.com. I'm probably going to get around to updating it. Mm, It's 2021. Yeah, it's been like 2018 since it's been updated. No, no, no wait a second. No, 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 no sense no. in getting a rush. It was it was updated last year. Well, Come let's on, not, let's not get in a rush here. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Um, we want everyone to stay safe, wash their hands, yep. uh, shoot us a, a, a question or something if you will on WCHL Pod. That's on Twitter or at Western CHL on Twitter. Yep. Andrew's on Twitter at Stickford AM, but he's private, so he won't answer you. Um, I'm I, I changed mine around. I'm at CJP and OKLA. Yeah, um, I know you changed your name. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I need to. I'm, I'm trying to find something fancy, you know, to, something 
that's jazzy that the kids will like. Yeah, you know, more current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, we want to thank all the 15 or 16 listeners, even those from other conferences. Uh, we hope we haven't offended uh, too much, um, but uh, we want to thank you for listening. And uh, Andrew, I think that's about it. That's about it. All right, here. This I'm going to let you do it. It's that. There you oh, go. Hit that oh little boy. thing and get us out of here. All right, everybody, have a good afternoon. Have a good week. Good weekend. Stay safe. Don't cough on each other. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>